Warning, warning. Battle convoy now approaching Tanhany Towers. High chance of non-Euclidean topography. Please ready all weaponry and await further instructions. God help us all. These old eyes, they finally witnessed the miracle. Welcome to Discovering SCP, the only podcast that has me, Tanhany, and me, Darnell. I, I, I'm not another facet of Tanhony's schizophrenic personality. I am my own man. Is that what you think? Yeah. Okay, you're free to believe that. I will, and that power of belief will make me real. You'll never be real. <laughs> I'll kill you. So, what are we here to do, Darnell? What do we do on this podcast? Since it's the new, uh, the new, the new arc, review... we, uh, we have to reintroduce the podcast. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to have a lot of people jumping on in episode 24. The, the, there's, the new, there's the new opening where, like, thunder is raining down from the hold skies. On. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to do that if you say that. <laughs> we, yeah, uh, as we go to, like, the dark spire piercing through the clouds, and it zooms in through the rooms, and you see uh, a man with a strange Yoko Taro, not TM, off-brand head, sitting by the fireplace, stroking a cat. Hello! Welcome to Tan Holy Tower. And then it plays a jingle. That's very so, intense. Uh, you're gonna do all that, right? You're gonna get of, someone to animate that? Of course. Yep. Awesome. So, but right. what do we actually do in this podcast? You never answered oh, yeah, the question. Oh yeah, we uh, we listen to SCPs or something. Yeah. No, we, we do. SCPs all the same. One of us listens to SCPs. The other says them. <laughs> all right. What? How many SCPs do you have for us? How today? many SCPs? Well, how many fingers do I have? That's right, three. Um, less than ten. <laughs> you lost the rest because of finger fever. Yeah. <laughs> We don't talk about finger fever, though. <laughs> Alright, so three. Count them. Three. That means they're probably going to be much longer than normal. Isn't that right? <laughs> That's right, Darnell. Ooh, guess we better get started, then. The first one is SCP-2740 by DJ Cactus. Hmm. Oh, it, a it... DJ Cactus article. So it seems you've located an article by that man. <laughs> This article exists. <laughs> a certain article exists deep under Atlantis. What? You must, you must simply scoop it up with your hands like you would a goldfish. Where's well, Atlantis coming to it? <laughs> Fucking no. What is this? Okay, let's cool. see. Oh, look how cool his are. They have, like, research head, assigned yeah. task force director. Dude, how come you don't put this much effort into your work? You answered it with one of the words in that sentence. Uh, what? Effort. <laughs> Alright. Right, All right and this, this one is SCP-2740, and it's called It Wasn't There. Oh. But it was. The article's right here, so it has to. So, item number, SCP-2740. Object class, Euclid. Site responsible. Let's do the whole thing. USINBL Site 81. Director, J. Carlisle Actus. Research head, oh, Kyle Dorset. cactus when you take the K from Carlisle. Yeah, yeah. Assigned task force, uh, oh, I, no answer. Oh, oh, I just realized the D in director and the J from the J. It's DJ Cactus. What the fuck? Yeah. And it's level 3 classified. Dude, this guy's a genius. Don't use too much friction like, there. This guy's like the Ben 10 of SCP. What, what do you mean? As everyone knows, Ben 10 is a genius. He was famously very intelligent in the original series, I recall. 
Because like that sure stuff. He solved many mysteries. He had to solve Fermat's theorem to save. He he invented the Omnitrix. <laughs> I built it in the future life. <laughs> he built it in a All cave right. with a box of scraps. <laughs> when he was fucking, captured by terrorists. Fucking Iron Man. <laughs> I can't breathe. All right, this is getting. This has nothing to That's do with right SCP in. or the article. Alright, yes. <clears throat> Special containment procedures. Let's go, let's go. Due to the nature of the SCP, any means of direct containment are currently unfeasible. Access to blank blank, Saint blank, Indi- Indiana. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say Indonesia then, <laughs> which is clearly yeah, I, not I correct. Ian is Indiana. And is to be enforced by Foundation security personnel. Cover story Delta 4B, gas leak, is to be disseminated in blank Indiana. Standard Why co- is that always the fucking cover story in every supernatural show when something's going on? It's like, it was a gas leak! It's, a good, no it's a good explanation. I suppose. Standard cognitohazardous object amnestic treatment is available to all personnel assigned to the SCP. Alright, so whatever this is, it fucks with your mind, so you need amnestics. Okay. I'm, I'm digging it. It looks deceptively short, but I see like three interviews. Hmm. We also have uh, the like first image off to the side here, which is... Uh, yeah, it Ima- looks like an attic with nothing in it. Image recovered from family camcorder, believed to be the interior of the Lee family attic. Date impossible to determine. It looks like he actually picked a part on like Google Maps or something to pick a, a, a location. Mm. Which is bizarre. So, description. The nature, appearance, and potential existence of the SCP is uncertain. SCP is believed to possibly exist in the northwest corner of the attic in the home of the Lee family at blank blank blank. Indiana, in a location roughly six meters from the ladder leading to it. I, I just realized SCP. Sorry for for interrupting again. SCP investigate like every little thing they hear about, just in case, right? Mm-hmm. So every time a kid to his mom is like, I, "It's not me that didn't clean up. The fairies made a mess of my room." SCP fucking has to <laughs> like send in a squad the, the O5s at their desk, like so they <laughs> exist. <laughs> The brownies exist. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's why I was thinking, because we were reading this and you said it may exist, and I'm just imagining some kid blamed something <laughs> on a, a creature. And now they're like, we're not sure. So individuals attempting to approach the ladder leading to the attic will find themselves unable to do so. While individuals can approach the ladder, and in certain cases even begin to climb it, upon further inspection it will always be discovered that these individuals did not in actuality do so. So you can think you've climbed up it, but you actually haven't. <laughs> Oh god, this is literally pulling the ref with the fucking stairs. The reason for this is currently unknown. Additionally, it is uncertain if this effect exists at all. Research into this phenomenon is ongoing. The only information gathered regarding the SCP has been done so through interviews with affected individuals. The SCP appears to instill a sense of intense dread in any individual cognizant of it, although the reason for this is unknown. The effect, this effect begins upon entering the house on the streets, or becomes incognizant of SCP-2740 through discussion of other individuals affected by its anomalous nature. Oh, so in theory we've already been infected. Yeah, I'm feeling intense dread right now. Yeah, same. So we've got uh, this is This is bizarre. Hmm. Um, I'm interested in seeing what these interviews reveal. Uh, so interview 2740A-0-A, Franklin Lee. So do you want to be the interviewer or the interviewee? I'll be Dr. Dorset. Alright, I'll be Franklin Lee. So the following Talk interview, like I'm from the 1700s. The, the following interview was conducted after the discovery of the SCP with Franklin Lee, the owner of the home and patriarch of the Lee family. Ooh, Doctor, patriarch. Dr. K. Dorset's interviewer. Interviewee is Franklin Lee. When did you begin to notice something was wrong? 
Maybe. I don't know. It was years ago. It wasn't always like this, though. This is Indiana accent. It was just... <laughs> It was just something, you know, you could ignore it. You remember there would be times I would walk down the hall upstairs and just, just glance at it and get this feeling. Actually, Indiana is right near where I live in real life, so my normal voice would be an Indiana accent. I see. Uh, so this, this is your I normal voice, speak then? Normally. No. <laughs> it would be boring to use my normal voice, though. Can you describe the feeling? Well, there was something oh up God, there. Not that I could see it or anything, <laughs> and we didn't hear anything either. The mood in the house changed, and we thought it was because she... I... No, was that? Mr. Lee, what do you mean, she? Our oldest daughter, Olivia. She left when she was 17, and there were some other things going on then. We were going through some hard times. Olivia left to go live with my wife's sister. We haven't talked to her in years. I think... I don't know... Maybe we did start to notice it then. What did you originally notice? The quiet. Everything was real quiet. Didn't sound like a house with three other kids, you know. But, I don't know, just built up over time, right? I, that, all the dread has been eliminated from the article. <laughs> <laughs> I can't after fucking... I hate this voice. <laughs> hey, and after a while, I decided I needed to know. I needed to find out what was up there and what she had left. Mr. Lee? Uh, I've tried. can't tell you how many times I've tried. I'll begin climbing and open my eyes and I'll be back in bed or in the living room by the TV. I feel it. never goes away. I quit my job. I couldn't handle the stress. I couldn't explain it to anyone. Everybody thought I was crazy, but there were a few times I contemplated knocking the whole house down. I even signed the papers once. But then I called back and the company didn't exist anymore. Why didn't you move? You don't think we tried? It was like climbing that ladder. Get halfway up. I should have. I shouldn't have been the doctor. And you can feel. What? I'm doing good now. <laughs> that was like fucking Batman's walked in. But then, then you're sitting at the kitchen table. Why do you sound so badass now? He's not badass. He was supposed to be grimly remembering. <laughs> Those days I spent with you, I miss them so. Or perhaps, did you never even exist at all? And then the screen starts fading to white. As it goes to him in a hospital room, flatlining. I see. <laughs> Alright, so, oh, there's a cross out and yeah. then a normal thing. So follow, this is the cross out bit. Following this interview, Mr. Lee and his family were moved to Site 81 for holding an examination for a release pending further study of their mental condition. And now it says the Lee family has not been moved to Site 81. Information claiming otherwise has been proven inaccurate. <laughs> Research into this is ongoing. Um, I think this is literally gaslight the the SCP. <laughs> it's like, did you really do that? I don't think so. Alright, this next interview is with Yvette Lee, so I assume that's either the daughter or the wife. I think I'm still Dr. Dorset, so I guess I have no choice but to give you this role. <laughs> Dude, what the heck? My role- I do awesome role. How come you're the only one who gets to do funny voices? <laughs> but... Screw off. It was just- two different voices, though. I know, that was to represent the- Dr. Two Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It was- it was to remember the- because, uh, you didn't see what I was doing, but when he was being serious, he was gonna not remember doing the stuff he said serious. Because I was going with the theme of the SCP. I see. Fine. I'll never ever have creative direction again. Simply be so this is the uh, matriarch of the Lee family. Yes. 
Yes. What accent would you like to select for me, man? Please, not a, whatever the first one was. I can't. I, I was like half British, half Australian, and he was from Indiana. You. Mrs. Lee, can you tell me anything about why your husband wasn't able to articulate any details about the SCP? Have you not been in the house, Dr. Dawson? I have not. My station has been here in our mobile facility. Then you can't understand. We've lived there for 20 years, and we can't even... We can't do anything about it either. We've tried everything, but nothing works. We have reason to believe that you have entered the attic... Uh, footnote on blank 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 can you confirm this and i'll read the footnote now so this information was gathered after discussion with the three young lee children each of whom returned to an event where the mother entered the attic stayed for several minutes and then descended no other information was recovered regarding this event oh god this is literally the gaslight scp i no of course not i mrs lee it'll be much easier if you can be honest with us my husband and i we've been good parents we fought with Olivia over so many things. Things that seem inconsequential now, but... Did Olivia cause this SCP? It drove a wedge between us, and we all knew there was something festering in that space. She couldn't admit the mistakes that she had made. When she left, I could still feel the wedge like... Oh, so it literally is the kid tale of the brownie come to life. Because she's saying that the daughter never admitted this mistakes, but now after she left... When she left, I could still feel the wedge like it never went away. One night I woke up and heard her and went to the ladder and climbed into it, up into it, and... And? I don't know. It wasn't Olivia. God, I can't believe I called that early on. And then there's an incident log. Yeah, so after interviews with Mr. and Mrs. Lee and their children, and with neighbours also affected by the SCP, all of whom were certain of the existence of the SCP but uncertain of any other details, several attempts were made to penetrate the attic, both manned and unmanned. In all cases, further investigation revealed that no attempts were actually made, regardless of the claims made by involved personnel stating otherwise. These attempts may have included direct access to the second floor attic ladder, shaped charges situated at various points on the second floor ceiling, drone access to the ladder opening, manned and unmanned access by cutting through the roof, and complete leveling of the home. As stated above, no records exist that any of these methods were actually attempted. Oh my god, it literally is a brownie. Unless I'm misremembering what a brownie is. Yeah, I don't know what you think a brownie is. Isn't a brownie like a little creature that children say, like, move their shit? I, th I, th I, thought, like, make it, I thought it like, helped out of housework if you gave it milk. Brownie creature. Let me look. No, because I remember there was a whole movie about this. Let's find out. A brownie, a brownie, or, or the brownie is what the Scots called, apparently. Mm. God, I'm reading off the Wikipedia page. Discovering <laughs> folklore. Discovering Wikipedia. Um... Is a household spirit that is said to come out at night while the owners of the house are asleep and perform various chores and farming tasks. The owner of the house must leave a... If angered, they are sometimes said to turn malign... Oh, so maybe I'm thinking of a bogart. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, this is like a bogart. <laughs> Sorry. Brownies are the good guys. Dude, there are so many cool creatures. Where do? Where can I read about all these various fairies and creatures in England? I don't know. Yeah, teach me more. How did you learn about them? Were they just all installed in your memory? No, I looked on Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> Alright, so this next interview is... Oh god, this is Olivia, the daughter, oh, right? Yeah. So the follow... Oh, it's a new doctor, so you can be the doctor or Olivia. I think I'll be Olivia. Her name's Rebecca Feldman now. So the following interview was taken after the eldest daughter of the Lee family, Olivia, was located in blank blank, working as a landscape contractor after changing her name to Rebecca Feldman. So you said you wanted to be the doctor or Rebecca? I'll be Rebecca. 
I'll be Dr. H. Garrett. <clears throat> Mrs. Feldman, what I want to discuss with you is a phenomenon associated with your parents' home. Likely located in the upstairs... The attic, I know. I, I thought someone would come after me about that, I just didn't think it would be so soon. Are you saying you're aware of this phenomenon? I left my parents when I was a kid, Dr. Garrett. We... We'd always fought. They weren't happy with the choices I'd made, the things I believed in, the people I spent time with. There was anger there, so much anger I thought it might suffocate me. When I left, I felt like I could breathe again. I never went back after that, but sometimes I can still feel it. You know how you feel when you're dreaming, and you're trying to run from something, but you can't see it, and you don't know if it's really there, but you run anyway? That's how it feels. What prompted you to leave your parents? There was one night we had a fight and my dad was drinking and mum was even worse off at that point and I'd kept a knife under my pillow for a long time in case something would happen and they came into my room that night. I don't know what their intentions were but I drew it and backed them into the wall. The whole thing felt like I was being choked and that was the first time I heard it, something moving above me. I, I dropped the knife and ran and didn't look back. This is weird because this is about something in the attic that may or may not exist but the story seems to revolve more around the narrative of abusive parents and the daughter and like what's happened to their relationship since mm. um sorry uh do you do you know anything about what's in the attic Ms. there are always secrets doctor there's only so much that hate can build up in a place before it starts hating you back i don't know what's in the attic or if there's anything up there at all and i don't think i want to oh so that's why that was important i did that answered my question uh i guess it's a manifestation of their hatred and the house is just mm. delivering it back so at the conclusion of this interview miss feldman was detained by foundation personnel pending further investigation of their claims crossed out currently it is believed that olivia lee does not exist nor has ever existed the information what? interview log 2740-c is undergoing further examination then that just turns the whole thing on its head because what made the hate i don't know very, very good spooky article. Mm. Um, I can tell if we had, if, well, me, Tan, was, if I had taken it a bit more in the serious direction that first interview, but it's very spooky. Not like um, the greatest article ever written or anything, but as always, Cactus does a great job, and it impresses me how he can write a variety of genres and seem to nail them all pretty well. I would give this one like a 9 out of 10. Should I tell um, you like the theory that a lot of people have for this one? Um, well, first let me sign into my wiki dot so I can upload this. Sure. I need complete concentration to type letters and numbers because Please. I am a monkey. So, you're listening to Discover an SCP. You're enjoying it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see you again. I thought we'd see your face again. You've come here because you want to know if he exists, right? Well, I can tell you. <laughs> Darnell. Darnell certainly does exist. He's out there. He's out there somewhere. <laughs> But I don't know what Wait, he wants. it's doing that thing where I log but in, but then it says me. I'm not... It's doing that thing where I log in that says I'm not logged Maybe in. Maybe we should vote later, then. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with the wiki? That happened with all the good SCPs the other day, too. Can you guys get your shit fixed? Open call out to the to the wiki itself, I guess? I don't know. Wiki.sucks, so that's pretty much the explanation. Okay, so what's the running theory? So the running theory is that uh, Olivia did exist, and her parents killed her and her bodies in the attic. No! That's the but then theory. how would it say that they believe she never existed? Or I guess because she became all SCP-like. Mm, yeah. And that's maybe. why And that's why when she's talking to Mom, they said, we all knew there was something festering in that space. She means it literally. Yeah, yeah and that also explains why the mom doesn't remember when she went up there at first. Like, they kind of blocked it Yeah, and she's like, it brain. wasn't Olivia, because it's like her fucking corpse. Yeah, oh god. That is interesting. I guess I was way off course with the fucking 
fog art theory, which I called the brownie theory for the longest time. All right. That's a good one. Wish I could upvote it, but sorry, Cactus. I guess Wikidot wins this round. What's the next one? So the next one is uh, SCP-2602, and it's called Ex Bibliothetic, and it is by CWW. Why does that name sound familiar? Have we read a CWW article before? Uh, yes, we've read a few of theirs. Right. So, uh, shall we get into it? Hang on. My computer's being really slow. Sorry, one second. It's loading. No worries. Uh, okay, here we are. So this is SCP-2602, so, which used to be a library. Yes, there is an... Is that the title as well? No, it's just what's at the top of the page here. It's the file. Uh, well, what's the title of the article? Uh, Ex Bibliothetic. Oh, right. Uh, and then there's a notice on this one. Oh, yeah. that's new. So, this file possesses cognitohazardous properties. While reading this text is not believed to be harmful, comprehension and interpretation of the text will be negatively affected. Please exercise discretion when reading this document. Let's get into it. It's a nice picture of a place that used to be a library, though, I think. Oh, it's a library. Well, it used to be a library. Yeah, now it is now it is simply that place. Item number, SCP-2602. Library class, former. Library class? What the fuck? Special containment procedures. Is this whole article just going to be a joke about a building that used to be a library? SCP-2602 has been acquired under the cover story that it used to be a library. Large bushes and trees have been planted around the property in order to obscure it. Access is denied to non-personnel. Amnestics have been administered to the town in which SCP-2602, a former library, is located. All known online references to SCP-2602 and the fact that it used to be a library have been removed. Filters pertaining to linguistic markers of SCP-2602's effects have been added to Foundation web crawling software in order to flag text that potentially pertains to SCP-2602 for review. All known physical documentation relating to the SCP has been identified and destroyed. Foundation documentation pertaining to SCP-2602 is to be edited as much as possible for, re for readability by personnel with no familiarity with the anomaly. Typically, for... Uh, wait, hold on. So, so if I'm understanding, this is a file that the more it gets read, the more it gets fucked up. So you people who don't know about it need to edit it to make it better? So typically, 40% of all references to the fact that SCP-2602 used to be a library can be removed. Okay. Let's get into it. So... Oh. I'm having a bit of trouble following so far. So it's a building that I used have... to be a library. I get, I get that, but so, so when you read it, it messes up the article. It's hard to remove references to the fact that it used to be a library, and they want mm. people with no familiarity to reread it. Right. Oh yeah. no, it's 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 for readability by personnel. This is hard. Yeah, edited I have a so it, brain. So it's to be edited so that there's not as many references to the fact that the building that used to be a library used to be a library. Is, is the gimmick of the SCPs it doesn't stop talking about how it used to be a library? Well, it did used like, to be like a library. That old, like that old guy that was like, I used to be quarterback in JV. Mm, yeah, it used to be a library. Okay. So, description. This meme. I, I, this is, uh, I do not like, as an outsider, having to face an SCP beam. I don't know when people just say the same thing. Like, oh, uh, 05 is the greatest SCP of all time, etc. Well, it's a description. I don't, really know. I don't really know how I'm supposed to react. The SCP is a building that from 1921-06-08 to 1988-04-29 was a library. The SCP is located in blank blank England, jolly how, and developed its anomalous <laughs> properties in October of 2004. You make more jokes about being English than I do, which I feel like I should rectify. When communicating, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you do not show up about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> when communicating any information about SCP-2602, subjects are compelled to make frequent reference wef, reference, reference to the uh -oh. to the fact that it SCP only used to be a little baby boo to the fact that SCP-2602 used to be a library. The exact wording and nature of these references are mostly determined by the author in context, but always unambiguously communicate this information. Texts referring to SCP-2602 can have these references removed to a limited degree by subjects that who have little knowledge of the SCP outside of the fact that it used to be a library. The limited compulsion to allow these references to go unedited have, has hindered attempts at developing automated processes to remove these references. I don't get why would they want to remove these references? Because it, it's annoying. Because it's a big file, and most of it's just going to say that it used to be a library. But 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 if all it does is talk about how it used to be a library, is it even an SCP worth documenting? Well, yeah, because it, it's fucked up. It, it it doesn't even have a class. It's for, library class former. Yeah, because it used to be a library. All right. So, but I mean, like they have things like world-eating birds and Cassie to focus on. Like, how is this a priority? Do you mean it's, it's a building that makes you talk about how it used to be a library, it's just out there. What if someone walked up and started talking about being, being a library, like, what the fuck? They would just be the equivalent of every old person that has nothing Yeah, but then they'd call about. the newspaper, the newspaper would be, like, writing something down, like, oh, someone said that this building that used to be a library, and they're like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, but how many times are they going to write about it? So one article's going to be weird. Yeah, but then they're going to notice when they're writing it that, that it's happening. It only happens when you write about the library, right? It doesn't affect well, all writing. Well, it's any communication about the library. Yeah, so just don't talk about it. Yeah, but someone's going to talk about it. Who cares? Because they're going to talk about it because it, it, it makes your mouth do things you don't want to. <laughs> I don't know about that one. What do you mean? I would fucking find it weird if I'm talking about, I'm like, oh, there's that li the, like, there's that building off the side. It used to be a library yeah. and I didn't want to yeah, say but, the last bit. But, but my point is you've been doing that this whole article and that has not made me once want to talk about it. This has only made me want to not talk about the yeah, but that used to be if like. if you walk into a building in real life and the building okay. makes you involuntarily reference the okay. fact that it used to be a library, that's weird. You're gonna tell someone. Okay, but here's the thing: if it's a building that used to be a library that no one's using, why the fuck would you walk into it? But you don't have to walk in. You have to talk about it. Okay, but why would you talk about it? I don't know. Maybe maybe someone wants to tear it down, and they're <laughs> talking about tearing it down, and they start talking about how it used to be a library. Okay. But yet, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any any fixes to fixing it, so documenting it's not changing. That. Well, they put it behind some barbed wire and don't let anyone see it. Cause that, they, is that, that, that's, is that in the special Yeah, they grew large bushes and trees in order to obscure it, I said. But that's not a fucking barbed wire, that's just to hide it from view. Well, it doesn't matter if it's fucking barbed wire, access is denied right. to non-personnel as well. I can't, tell if, I can't tell if you're actually mad at me. I'm, get, I'm getting a bit annoyed, because right. we're talking in All circles. Right. Alright, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let you have it, because it's not worth our friendship for the fucking library article. It used to be a library, it's not, it's not a library it. anymore. So right, any information let's... regarding the SCP is also anomalous. Subjects exposed to communications regarding the SCP will identify the fact that it used to be a library as the primary causal element behind any number of properties of or observations about it. This is proportional to the extent that said information contains references to the fact that it used to be a library. While subjects will develop false beliefs to support these irrational causal linkages, they do not generalise and pose no general risk to cognition. For example, while several subjects have posited the effects of gravity within the SCP are a result of it having been a library but no longer serving that purpose, they do not hold this belief with regards to other buildings that used to be libraries. Subjects are incapable of communicating, directly or otherwise, any information pertaining to the SCP's use between its time as a library and the development of its anomalous properties. So that's a bit more anomalous. 
Okay, there we go. When prompted to do so, they will instead insistently and repeatedly refer to the fact that the SCP used to be a library. Due to this, and the fact that it used to be a library, it has been difficult to determine what, if anything, occurred in the SCP from 1988 to 2004. See, that's, that's a little more article-worthy, because maybe this SCP is simply invented to be a cover for something else more sinister. Because all you can talk about is the fact that this building used to be a library. So, so there now is a summary of a survey of the SCP, which used to be a library, conducted by agents Roderick and Casey on December 09, 2004. Unreadable segments have been excised entirely. So let's get into it. Yeah, there's some <clears throat> photographic evidence I just clicked on. There's nothing... There's some analysis among them, but it's all like one sentence stuff. Yeah. It's just pictures of the library. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into it after. So while... S do you want me to read this? Uh, I'll do it. So while the SCP's layout is generally appropriate for a former library, it is inconsistent with obtained blueprints from the local government and testimony from past patrons. It is thus assumed that the SCP used to be a library. Most notably, SCP-2602 contains an extensive subterranean component of the kind generally found in former libraries. The SCP... Okay, so see, this makes it a lot more anomalous now that I have these pieces of the puzzle, because, like I said, it seems very much like it was something else, and that this function of the SCP was merely to hide the other purpose. So the SCP experienced extensive fire damage on the same day that it developed anomalous properties. Consultation with actual tables has shown little deviation from what is expected of fire damage to former libraries. However, some of the debris exhibited elevate, exhibited elevated levels of dewy radiation. <laughs> That's a nice pun. So yeah. a type of radiation common to buildings that used to be libraries is typically only emitted by damaged library patrons, preventing oh. access to several shrines that were likely used to assist SCP-602's reading groups when it was a library. So yeah, it was like a cult building. A number of advanced book-sorting machines were found, though long-term storage in a former library has rendered them inoperable. Restraints used by libraries to hold patrons with overdue books were similarly damaged, apparently violently, by the storage. SCP-2602's hazard waste pit, whose presence is expected in what used to be a library, was cordoned off. However, in the process, ex-bibliophetic fluctuations in the waste resulted in Agent Casing suffering several major flesh wounds which later proved to be fatal. Notably, the SCP used to be a library. Conclusions as evidenced by the fact that it used to be a library and was formerly a library, it is probably used to be a library. It is likely that shortly after it ceased to be a library, it was previously a library. This likely served to highlight the fact that it used to be a library and obscure the it, the SCP and obscure the SCP six two six zero two used to be a library. Okay. Yeah. So, just, just so nice little library. Gets a bit more interesting towards the end. Um, it's got a nice gimmick. Good job, CWW. Um, it's not like my favorite article ever. I really struggled with it till the end, and um, you know, there was a bit of an argument that happened. But uh, I don't know. I'd give this like a seven out of ten, I guess. Six point five seven. It's all right. Okay. I cannot upvote it sadly because the wiki is hell. Um, but we do have one more to get through, I believe. Yeah. And this one is uh, another cactus one, and it's called Odeth. Oh man, remember? So season one of the podcast was the gear season. This is uh, this is where Cactus is the main character now. <laughs> We're in season two. Alright, and this is level four secret. Okay, so item number 2935. God, he even has like authorizations and barcodes and stuff. Seriously, this is so good. Uh, it's disruption class Amida, which is the highest disruption class there, I believe, and risk class yeah. Caution. So there's a picture of a cave here. Mm, and this is containment class Keter. 
Assigned site, site 81. Site director, J. Carlisle Actus. Research head, S. Cole Sisson. Assigned task force, E13, manifest S. So, special Ooh. containment procedures. The entrance of the SCP has been sealed with concrete and access is forbidden. End of containment okay. procedures. Description. Well, seems pretty straightforward. The SCP is a space-time anomaly existing within a limestone cave beneath a cemetery near Joppa, Indiana. So all, pretty much all of Katniss's SCPs take place in Indiana. Yeah, I was going to notice because the bear one did too, right? Mm, yeah, weird shit goes down in Indiana. That's, that's so funny, actually. The cemetery, whose last interred individual died in 1908, was discovered by Foundation personnel after radio signals were discovered emanating from the SCP. The anomaly is a nearly exact replica reality of modern Earth in the year 2016, with the primary exception being that all life, including both biological and non-biological, as well as any sentient entities, machines, computers, and other lifelike phenomena within the SCP, ended on April 10th, 20th, 2016. So it's an alternate universe where everything that is, like, alive is dead. Oh. Ew. Information gathered... And, and also including, yeah, sentient machines. Yeah. So everything. Even near Automata. Information gathered. Yeah, I guess so. Information <laughs> gathered by the mobile task force who initially entered the SCP for reconnaissance purposes points to the conclusion that all life forms within the SCP suddenly and without warning expired sometime between the hours of three to four a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The reason for this is currently uncertain. Addendum two nine three five dot one discovery. On April twenty eighth, twenty sixteen, at roughly five a.m. Eastern. A radio signal was detected by communications personnel at Site 81 near Bloomington, Indiana. This signal, though distorted and unintelligible, was traced to the unincorporated area of Joppa, Indiana, near U.S. Interstate 70. Site 81 personnel in Indianapolis were dispatched to determine the source of the signal as per Foundation policy, and discovered SCP-2935 during the examination of the area. Upon initial entry into the SCP, by means of standard remote surveillance drone, the affirmation personnel were uncertain that they had actually discovered Earth anomaly, instead believing their drone had exited the other side of the cave. This was quickly corrected during observation of the surrounding area, and upon picking up the undistorted radio broadcast they'd been searching for. This broadcast, which appeared to have been repeating on loop since April 20th, was an automated message originating from Site-81 within the SCP-2935 reality. Full transcription of the message is as follows. <clears throat> I'm going to have to do popcorn a little bit because my throat's dying. I can take over for a little bit, don't worry. Yeah, so I'll this get through this This is an automated bit. emergency broadcast... Wait, what'd you say? Uh, I was going to say I'll do this bit and then... But you oh, can... so yeah, yeah, go, 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 go. So Sorry. this is an automated emergency broadcast from the SCP Foundation and your national government. One or more of our sites has experienced a communications breakdown, likely due to a containment breach of unknown magnitude. All citizens are ordered to stay in their homes as containment teams work to secure the breach. This message will broadcast from April 20th, 2016 until message cuts out suddenly and then repeats. That's an automated message as well. So afterwards, the Site-81 personnel contacted Site Command. Mobile Task Force Epsilon-13, Manifest Destiny, was immediately assigned to examination and exploration of the SCP. Okay, popcorn. So, um, before I keep reading, there are a couple theories I want to go over. Uh, one idea is that what if that was the original world and it's Manifest Destiny in that, um, uh, I, I know that's the site exploring it for us, but what if we came from there and we just don't remember uh, although that one seems unlikely. What if whatever happened to them might happen to us? Uh, how did they get in the cave? Et cetera, et cetera. Just a couple mm. of things that are floating in my head right now. So first up, we have <clears throat> Addendum 235.2, Exploration of SCP-2935. Exploration of SCP-2935 by MTF Epsilon-13 took place over four separate missions, three manned and one unmanned. 
During these missions, several artifacts and pieces of information were recovered, and a full list with descriptions is available in, in addendum 2935.3. So before we get to that, I just want to real quick check the first time this was written. Oh, Brett was the last one to edit this. Oh, dope. Uh, actually, this was written in 2016, only like yeah. a couple of months after uh, April. Interesting. Okay, so we have uh, Exploratory Mission 2935.1, codename Gauntlet. Mission Abstract. Oh, I love it. He writes it like an actual scientific article a little bit with the abstract. Uh, to survey and collect information and samples from the area directly surrounding the 2935 insertion. Assigned Task Force, Mobile Task Force, Epsilon 13, Manifest Destiny, four members. Additional information. The following is a transcript of audio and video recordings captured by MTFE-13, who were tasked with surveying 2935 immediately after its discovery. The four-man team, led by Agent Juno, spent just over one hour during the preliminary assessment of the anomaly. And then... <clears throat> I'll be, I'll be Kale and Underwood, I think. All right, you'll be Kale and Underwood. <clears throat> Mic's on. Check. 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 Command. We hear you. Confirm that all agents are at the insertion points. Confirmed. All right. Proceed with insertion. Don't take any chances in there. We have no clue what you're going to see. Understood. Moving in. MTFE-13 team enters at 2935. Travel through this cave system takes roughly 15 minutes, after which the team emerges on the opposite side of 2935. After cameras adjust to sunlight, the surrounding landscape is visible. Christ. Yeah, holy shit. Confirm what we're seeing here, lead. Yeah, uh, looks like a total lack of living vegetation. Trees, grasses, everything looks dead. Temperature readings coming in at 24 degrees Celsius. Sound right? Affirmative. It's pretty pleasant. Cloudy, but not a lot of wind. Understood. Go ahead and proceed, team. Look for any housing. Is this the area we just left? We're trying to confirm that. Can you identify anything nearby? If we go up this ridge, there should be a road there. The one we came in on. By the way, my second name is Michaels. Let's head that way. Team moves up nearby ridge. Yep, that's the road, Agent Michaels. Command, hard to say for certain yet, but preliminary observation points to this being the same locality as our side of the cave. Understood. Proceed with caution. Understood. Team moves north on the nearby road. After roughly two kilometers of travel, team encounters a farmhouse. Two cars sit outside. Command, there's a house over here. Going to go check it out. Understood. Team lead, have Underwood set the broadcast relay you've got. We want to try and respond to that signal. Got that command, I'll set it up now. Alright, let's move in. Team moves to the front door of the farmhouse. The door is unlocked. Front parlor is vacant, and Agent Kale confirms the power still works within the structure. It's all good. Agents move... <laughs> Agents move for the kitchen. Jesus Christ, what? Three adult corpses, two female and one male, are seated at a table within the kitchen. A fourth corpse, a male child, lays nearby. Command, you can see this? We can. C can you confirm life signs on any of those individuals? I can. The adult male is dead. The female to his right and to his left. And the child also dead. This had to be pretty recent. No signs of decomp. This is pretty fucked up. There's a newspaper on the table. April 19th, 2016. Hendricks County Flyer. Command, can you confirm the headline? One moment, team. Dinner, look! Chicken, mashed potatoes, green beans! Confirming that headline, it's... It's accurate with that newspaper on that date. What the fuck? It's stale, but there's no... Walklock says the date is April 28th, 2016. That's today. Same time, too. 0945. Same as my time. How long have they been here? Boss, look! The food! 
What about it? It's covered in dust. The, the, they are too. They've been here for a while. But the food, it's all stale, but it's not rotten. That chicken should have been covered in mold by now, but there's nothing. See? Even the potatoes. Yeah, I see it. Team, we want to get some samples, some of that food, samples from the individuals in the room, her skin, fluids if you can get them, any electronics in the room? There's a laptop on the desk in the next room, a smartphone in that woman's pocket. Let me... Yeah, battery's dead. Collect it, see if there's anything else of note nearby and get back outside. We don't want to keep you over there for too long until we know more about that environment. So, I was a little bit unclear before I continue. Was it the entire world in here or like a microcosm of the entire world? Entire world. Because they said it only took 15 minutes to get through to the other side. Hmm. Uh, Agent Kale collects biological samples from the corpses, as well as from the food on the table. I got him! Agent Juno surveys the rest of the room. Agent Devon moves to the living room and turns on a television. TV works. Just flipping around. There's not a whole lot other than test signals. Fuck me. Shit. Boss, come here. What have you got? I think it's the home shopping network. Look. Television shows the set of the Home Shopping Network. Two individuals are on screen, one laying near an empty chair and the other facing the camera directly. Neither individual is moving. Backdrop has been burned. Automatic fire suppression system seems to have been triggered and red emergency lights flash off screen. Marquee at the bottom of the screen scrolls as usual. Date reads April 28, 2016. All right, yeah, let's get out of here. Kale, come on, we're moving. Team leaves the house and rendezvous with Agent Underwood, who has finished setting up the broadcast relay. After an additional 15 minutes, MTF E13 returns to the 2935 insertion point. Before returning, Agent Kale collects samples of nearby vegetation for study. It's you know what up I just realized? You know what I just realized, boss? What's that? It's summer in the Midwest. Do you feel like anything's missing? Cicadas. What do you mean? Listen, there's nothing. Oh, there we go. No birds, no insects, no car noise. Nothing. Just the wind. It's so god darn quiet. End log. Note, at the conclusion of this mission, team returned to the 2935 access point. However, team was then given instructions to stay within 2935 and establish a forward camp and await additional members of MTF-E13. Mm. Wow, and there's still three of these left. I also now have a, gri a much greater appreciation for how much you read because I'm already, I need a liquid in my throat now and I don't have one on hand. Oh wait, I have some old coffee. Nice. Nice. That'll do it. Yeah, it's like a week old. Whatever. Uh, Alright, this next one is Exploratory Mission 2935.2, codename Overland. Alright? Mm -hmm. So, to gain access to a mission abstract, to gain access to a Foundation site, Site 81, and attempt to retrieve information from the Foundation server therein, and establish a forward camp there. I just realized if this is the entire world uh, and people stopped living, this would be interesting to see what would happen to 682 or other SCPs upon expiration. Hmm. It's a good chance for research, which I assume this might go into. Assigned Task Force, Mobile Task Force Epsilon 13, Manifest Destiny, 16 members. Oh god, are we going to have to avoid 16 people? I, get, I don't think all 16. <laughs> okay, thank god. The following is a transcript of, of audio and video recordings captured by MTFE 13. The 16-man recovery team, led by Agents Juno and Roy, were given instructions to commandeer functional vehicles within 2935 and reach Site-81. Extraneous or non-pertinent dialogue has been removed. Thank God. For full records, please contact the Site-81 administration. Hang on. There are a lot of names. Um, oh God, I think there are 16, Tan. We'll just I'm make counting. them up. We'll just make them up as we go. Yeah, let's just go back and forth every line instead of oh. fucking killing ourselves over this. Mm -hmm. uh, so, 
the uh, extraneous dialogue removed, team locates several vehicles and begins to move south towards 81. Main roadways are navigable due to few vehicles being on them at the time of the aforementioned total death of all life forms within 2935. Several fires are visible from the highway, including three downed jetliners. Examination of crash sites, sh- sh- crash sites show a recurring theme. All inhabitants seem to lose consciousness at the same time. As a result of this, there are also few vehicle-on-vehicle collisions, as most of the vehicles stopped simultaneously. Upon reaching Bloomington, MTF E-13 split into two separate teams. Thank God. One le- <laughs> led by Agent Roy, which would move directly to Site 81, and another led by Agent Juno, which would attempt to access the offsite deep storage server bank. For the purposes of this log, Agent Juno's team logs... Okay, so it's only eight. Team logs are omitted. Information gathered from the excursion can be found in 2935.3. Agent Roy's team approaches Site 81 main access point beneath the Lake Monroe Reservoir Dam. Access elevator is confirmed as operational, and the team descends to the entry level. Roy. Yeah? I was wondering. I know you guys were on assignment, but I think I was on site on the 19th. I was thinking the same thing. I was on site that day, too. You think we're in here? We'll find out soon enough. I spent the entire night in the weapons lab with Fast and Morocco. It's right inside. You guys hear that? Hear what? Exactly. Shouldn't we be hearing a breach alarm? Not necessarily. Breach alarms are automated, but only if any of the containment cells trigger it. Otherwise, they have to be executed manually. Somebody has... I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, do not give Keller that voice, because I know he's important, so you're going to have to do it a lot. I like that voice, but okay. Somebody had to have gotten to the office to start the emergency broadcast. It was an automated response. If I had to wager, it was probably triggered by vital monitors going flat. Vital monitors can trip the emergency response? Not anyone by itself, but a lot of them could. Here we are. Team departs elevator. Primary access gate of Site 81 is visible. All lights continue to function. Lockdown status is visually confirmed. Uh, Keller. Keller, get that... Oh, I'm, Keller, get the door open. Careful, everyone. He sounds very anxious, my Keller, my Roy voice. Agent Keller interfaces with access console. Lockdown status is rescinded, and the main gate opens. Team moves through check-in area. Ghost, Ghost is... is- <laughs> Sorry, yeah. It's hard! I don't know who's who! Coast, I'm not trying to... Coast is clear. Alright, boys. Let's check the front offices first. Head right. Team enters Site 81 front offices. Who's Indigo? I'm okay. just making a point. We've got, we've got bodies over here. Yeah, we should expect a lot of that. Anybody recognize them? I mean, they're really dehydrated, but that's Desiree Clark and Max Westminster. John Cabin over there. This one is Elisa Watson. They all sound like detective novel characters. <laughs> They're all staffed at... It was Desiree Clark in the fucking living room with the candlestick. They're all staffed at 81. Oh, and probably working that day, too. And you know what time they mark off their calendars in the office? Not until the first shift shows up. 8 a.m., local? Makes sense. Last checkoff is April 19th. Keller, patch into the system again and try to find out what triggered the emergency broadcast. Oldman, you and Indigo, go check the break room over there. See if... I don't know. Boss? Sorry. Shit. I wasn't expecting this. Not like this, anyway. I I thought it would be messier. Breaches usually are, but this is... Clean. I mean, they're pretty obviously corpses, but they're clean. No blood, slight post-mortem excretions. It's all dried up at this point. Think it was a disease? Let's get some samples. Swap surfaces. Use Indigo's kit to check for microbes. Juno's boys found a house without a trace of them, and Command wants to know if it's consistent. Be careful not to contaminate any surfaces you're collecting from. Keep your suits on. Don't de etc. 
Right, let's move. Radio in if you find anything. Will do. Agents Ullman and Indigo move to break room. Several other corpses are discovered during examination of the area. Agent Keller interfaces again with the Site 81 control systems. Agents Alley Street and Daniels leave front office to collect samples from nearby cafeteria. Got it. What's it say? Looks like the system was triggered at 0400 hours during a routine vitals check. Apparently there was a malfunction, or rather, the system thought there was a malfunction. All the vitals transmitters had stopped responding since the last check. That doesn't throw up a breach alarm. No, I don't think so. It would probably ping maintenance first, and then system command, and then, uh, I don't know, site command? If nobody responded, it would probably trigger a message to 17, and if that went ignored, maybe Overwatch command. After those all timed out, it dropped into the automated failsafe, locked down the site, and began broadcasting for help. Then it waited. Waited for what? A response from another site. Or literally anybody on staff. I think even level 1s can rescind timeout lockdowns. Hypothetical, though. I've never seen it used like What's that. What's that? Yeah. So, nobody came calling. Nobody but us a couple days later. What about the AIADs? Alexandra has patched into this site, isn't she? Maybe they're still here. What's an AIAD? My AIs. Ooh. Good point. Uh, he interacts with the terminal for a bit. There we go. Alexandra.AIC is currently running. That's good. I'll wake her up. Alexandra, can you hear me? Alexandra, this is James Keller. Are you awake? Try the text interface. This is the terminal again. Nothing. It says the program's still running, but no response at all. I'll try... Huh. Nothing from Thorn either. They've all gone quiet, so yeah, the AI have died too. That's odd. Will us being here wake the other sites up since we've rescinded 81's lockdown? Assuming they're all in the same lockdown as this one, maybe? No doubt some of them have protocols that require somebody to be on site to break a lockdown. I know Site-27 does, but they've got a pretty substantial Ketterwing. Of course, we could get to Overwatch and unlock them that way. I know they can remotely rescind security measures of all the sites. Have they checked up on the SCPs yet? Don't think so. Okay. Do you know where Overwatch is? No. Do you? No. Hey, boss! We're, we're, uh... Where are you, old man? We're in the weapons lab. Ah. We can just collect samples and lock up after... After... No, I know. I want to see it. I will be right there. Agents Roy and Keller move to Side 81 Weapons Lab. Agents Ullman and Indigo stand just inside the door. Let's have a look. Boss, we... It's not me in there. I'm me. You think I'm worried what happens inside of an anomaly? We've all seen all kinds of crazy shit. Plays the mess of your head or whatever. Seeing my own corpse isn't going to ruin my day. Team enters Weapons Lab. Agents Morocco and Foster laying near a lab bench. The corpse of Dr. Rogers has collapsed near the door to the firing range. Room is otherwise empty, though covered in dust. Where is it? Agent Ullman leads team to the door at the firing range. Inside the range is empty except for a single corpse at the far end of the room laying on the floor. We've collected samples, and I had a chance to look at a few under a scope. 100% cell death in every single one. We'll have to get these back to bio in order to do a more thorough investigation, but I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, we will. Maybe it was some sort of crazy disease. Uh, Agent Roy pauses over the corpse of Agent Roy. Oh, <laughs> he reaches down and turns the corpse over, revealing the firearm that Agent Roy had been testing. They're obviously not rotten or anything. You can barely even smell them. None of the biological processes that break down a body after death seem to have kicked in because, well, somewhere along the line, they stopped being biological processes. They're just dried out now. I see that. I remember this. I was only testing this for a little while. They'll be able to find it on security footage, nail down what time this all happened, see if it's consistent with everything else. 
Right. Okay, so we should probably check on our senior staff. I think Dr. Actus likes to get to bed by nine, so he'll probably be in his quarters. Where are, are you straight or... uh, I guess yeah. I'm straight now. Where are they there? He's gone. The rest of them are too. Dr. Hamilton, Dr. Love, Dr. Carston. Dr. Mann was out in the hall. I think he was in town for that seminar on the 19th. They're just like the rest of them, totally undisturbed otherwise. Dr. Alexander Hamilton? <laughs> Saves of that trip, I guess. Keller, get into that terminal. See if we can access the containment wings. I want to make sure there's nothing in there that... I mean, nothing that can get out, I guess. Can do. Or wait, were you Keller? Sorry. No, no, you're Keller. Okay. Agent Keller moves to a nearby terminal. Agent Indigo collects samples from the corpse of Agent Roy. Elsewhere, Agent Straight, Ali, and Daniels examine the corpses of the Site 81 senior staff, collecting samples as necessary and taking artifacts for local observation. Is artifact like a term in SCP, or do they just mean objects? Objects. Okay. Uh, I don't remember who's Ali. I think, I think you're Ali. You guys get the feeling we're getting mind-wiped after we get back from this? Why? This has to be a huge breach of informational security, right? I mean, hell, I could go look in Actus's sock drawer and tell you whether he prefers boxers or briefs. Who knows what else we could get into, accidentally or otherwise. S senior staff doesn't have some, any, as much functional knowledge of the skips at their site, believe it or not. The important oh, skips is also an in-universe term. That's yeah. interesting. The important stuff is locked down on the network, and, and the really important stuff is kept on vinyl somewhere. Regardless, you don't need to go snooping for his journal or anything. Actually, I take that back. If you come across a journal, pick it up. Wouldn't hurt. Amnestics hurt. You won't, you won't know either way. Wait, do the amnestics hurt? <laughs> well, how would you know? Good point. They might. <laughs> no way to tell. Looks, like, looks like everything should be clear, though we'll have to access a handful manually. I can't open them up from here. Should be pretty straightforward, and... Yeah? Sort of, uh, I'm not sure what I'm looking at. It's an encrypted security warning, but it wasn't triggered automatically. Someone would have had to put it here. When was it posted? About three days ago. So, definitely after our projected date. Could very well be a glitch or something, but... But? It's not likely. These kinds of things don't just show up. Too many fail-safes. The system won't throw up an encrypted message unless it's absolutely necessary. Or somebody put it there. Uh, Keller pauses. Video and audio recording equipment cuts out briefly. Right? Right. Logates transmits back to Juno's team. Have they reloaded local sides? See what they can make of it. Sure. Just received a message from them. Looks like they're finished up. Said they're going to roll our way here in a bit. Alright, let's head downstairs then, see what the skips have been up to. Team assembles outside of staff dormitories. Team moves to lower level access elevator. Team arrives at first containment level. What's about you, boys? I feel like somebody's watching us. I feel it too. I... Doesn't feel right. There's something else... Oh, sorry. Yeah, you, you... <laughs> uh, I'm just struggling to keep up with who's who. Please hear me. There's much more than 16 people here for this time. <laughs> There's something else in here. It's just the seven of us. Get your head straight. Let's move. I remember Roy because he has this strange accent I've given him. Team begins to check safe class containment cells. SCP-2151, that big fleshy thing. Get that door open. Agents open the door. They're in the corner. Is it moving? It looks like it's moving. It's just the fucking light. Look, it's all dried out. Agent Indigo examines 2151-1A. Yeah, this one's gone. Check that chamber. The ring should be in there, too. They're in here. They're all tarnished, though. This one is rusted through. Bagum, let's move on. What's next? 
That displacement chamber is at the end of the hall. We could check that next. The ghost girl's in there. No! Let's Please! see. Not like this. Isn't that the ghost girl that was like friends with 682? That wasn't a ghost. <laughs> oh. Oh, never mind. I don't care then. I was, I was about to get sad. Uh, wait, I got lost. Uh, oh, straight. Wait, the cell's lit up. Uh, wait, this cell is lit up too? Doesn't have a designation tag on it. Fuck, can you smell that? Is it cut? Sorry. This is mud. Just, just keep going. Okay. Fuck, can you smell that? Is it coming from this room? Smells like death. God, that's strong. Can you get the door open, Keller? Hang on. Er, it's acting up. I think it's jammed. Probably a malfunction. Open the window. It's not jammed. Oh, fuck. That's one... That one's decomposed. Christ alive, you're right. Why is it so much different? Who is that? They've got a jacket. Hang on. Oh, man. Keller, that's you. You sure? Agent number 1703, yeah. The name badge is, uh, covered, but you can see the ID number on the other sleeves. See? The fuck happened to you? I'm actually not sure. I definitely wasn't on site on the 19th or 20th. That's really weird. Okay, so that implies that something in this world happened and Keller must have been called in, right? So it's not a perfect, uh, microcosm replica of what happened in Maybe. the real world. That's interesting. We'll come back uh, to it. Let's keep going. Team moves down to 2996 containment cell. Isn't this the skip that? Yep. Did I ever get that? Did I ever get that resolved? No, not as far as I know. Uh, I have questions, but I'll wait. Yeah. Agent Straight opens the chamber door. Fuck. Is the displacement chamber still functional? Looks like it. So what's that all over the inside of the chamber? If I had to guess, I'd say that's the ghost girl. Did she explode? Maybe had an adverse reaction to dying twice. Can we get the chamber open? No, wait. Can we get the chamber open? I'd advise against it. Our suits aren't rated for whatever's in there. You should see the monstrosities they have to wear when they go in to clean this thing. Fair enough. Let's keep looking. Team continues to check containment cells, all with similar results. All biological anomalous entities are confirmed to have perished, while non-biological artifacts or entities have become inert. This continues for an additional hour. Something just occurred to me, boss. Yeah? Did you get that memo a few months ago about them moving that skip to 19? The lizard? Yeah, I was assigned to that job. It passed through 81 on the way there? It, it did. It was only here a few days. Wait, what lizard? Which days? Downstairs, come on. Team moves to lowest containment level. Agent Keller rescinds lockdown status on containment wing. Most cells are rated for Euclid and Keter-class entities, but are empty. They moved the lizard here and didn't tell site staff? Only essential personnel. Staff tends to get nervous. Wonder why. Quiet, it would just be around this corner. There. Team faces a containment cell. Green indicator light is lit, indicating that the containment cell is active. Get the door, Keller. Hey boss, hang on. If we open that door and it's still, you know, the way it usually is, then... We're fucked. I know. Motion to Keller. Agent Keller opens security door. Team enters containment cell. Within the cell is a large steel container. A tank of acid sits above the tank, as do several other containment-oriented machines. There's a door over here. Roy, we... Agent Roy, Agent Roy, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Good. Agent Roy opens the door's container. I, how, is, the corpse of SCP-682 is visible within the chamber. Entity displays no signs of life. That's impossible. That's fucking impossible. There's no way. Agent Indigo approaches the corpse and proceeds to examine it. After a short time, he steps back. Yeah, it's dead. Team remains silent for a moment. Agent Alley runs his hands across his head. You know, I'm suddenly feeling really weird about this place too, boys. Let's get topside.
Do you want me to collect some samples? It can wait. Can it? The, the samples of a dead 6A2 seem very valuable. I won't stay in there. <laughs> team returns to the surface. Little is discussed on the way. Team Rendezvous with Agent Juno's acquisition team. Both teams dispatch automated drones to the 2935 access site with collected artifacts and information for local analysis. Wow, this is a very long SCP. We still have two more missions to go through. And then there's an access recovered data and artifacts list that we can skip that because it just looks like a table. Uh, no, we, we cannot skip that, I don't think. Oh, this is a really fucking long SCP. Um, That's my uh, Alright, let me let me un, un, or re-minimize the, the one we just read so I don't get confused. Okay, so this one is... Exploratory mission 2935.3, codename 19. Uh, mission abstract. Travel to and ascertain the condition of Site 19 within 2935. Assign Task Force Mobile Task Force Epsilon 13 Manifest Destiny 16 members. Um, additional information. The following is a transcript of audio and video recordings captured by MTFE 13. The 16-man recovering team... Hang on. My throat's really starting to lose it. Yeah, no worries. <sighs> Uh, led by agents Juno and Roy, were given instructions to extend their mission within 2935 and travels to Site-19. Uh, begin log. Due to a technical issue with the recording equipment issued to MTFE-13 team, all but one recorder failed to transmit to the broadcast relay. The remaining recorder, belonging to Agent Keller, continued to intermittently transmit audio only during the entire duration of the six-day expedition. After the first day, Command was able to relay with Agent Keller and inform him of the state of the transmitter. It is believed that Agent Keller received this message, although not certain, as Agent Keller made no attempts during the mission to attempt to repair the transmitters. Oh, interesting. The following are excerpts of Agent Keller's audio transmission, so maybe they were doing something secretive. Alright, and this is all only Keller, but it's a bit shorter. Um, oh god, alright. Let me get ready. <clears throat> Southwest of here. Hang on. There we go. There are a lot of system messages in here. Looks like a lot of sites are trying to automatically contact 19 for assistance. I think some of these sites I haven't even heard of. That one might even be same as the transmitters at 81. Yeah, but this one doesn't do an hourly check. Just pings them all every few seconds. Oh, 113 hours. So that would be 0313 EST. That fits in our projected timetable. Power failure. There's nobody down here to change the fuel cells, so it'll probably just shred them and wait for new ones. No lights until then. Not the right kind of engineer. Sorry. Should be one down the hall. Yeah, he's dead. I assume since I'm still standing here, it's not working anymore. All you have to do is touch it. Bag it, throw a sticker on it, and let him know the amulet won't do anything to him. Hang on. So, oh, I assume that's the amulet that, like, overheals you, or I'm Maybe. sure there's more than one amulet in SCP. Uh, doors up. I think that used to be Dr. Sumerian. Over here's Agent Straight say that was a bad place to stand. Understatement of the year. I'm having trouble getting... Our connection isn't great down here. Broken, just like the mask was earlier. <laughs> no, you can blink, it's fine. Hello, 079? You awake? Nothing. That answers that. What were you expecting? Drone's here. Going to send it back to the access point. It'll just be a minute. Several minutes of Agent Keller typing at a keyboard. No other individuals can be heard in the background. Just checking to see if there were any other messages we should know about. No, nothing out of the ordinary. We're good to push on. What? That's interesting. Why could no other no one else be heard in the background? Mm. That's very menacing. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, at least you looked good. Man was face down at the bottom of a flight of stairs. They're all dead. Every single one of them. How haven't you figured this out yet? We're not on a guard darn recovery mission. We're not here to rescue anyone. There's nobody to rescue. Our evidence indicates that everyone pauses. Uh, no, everyone, everyone is dead. Everyone and everything. 100% of Foundation sites reporting the same transmitter malfunction. 100% of Foundation sites in lockdown. Not just here, all over the world. There's no bunker. Wait a minute! 
Hold on. Let me mm-hmm. finish the sentence. Not just here all over the world. There's no bunker they could have gotten to. No, because it was everybody. What if they ha- remember that SCP we read 2000 that was like it could reset a world mm. extermination? What happened with that? Well, I guess everything that makes that work died as well, so. But what would happen? Because all you need is the DNA, right? If they took the DNA from these dead people and put it in there. You need at least one person alive to activate it, though. Yeah, use one of the agents from our world to activate it. Well, I guess you could, but. Then you could talk to your other world self. <laughs> but they wouldn't know what happened either. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so there's no point. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but that's interesting. I guess no one could get there in time. But this isn't our reality. It's somebody else's. Ours is is fine. Nothing happened to ours. That's the power core ejecting the spent fuel rods. Lights out. It must have triggered an emergency breach protocol. I can't... Door's locked, Juno. I can't just magic it open. <laughs> Fucking... Now this just sounds like a D&D encounter. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll try to get something out. Hey, Command. This is Keller. The, uh, the on-site nuke at 19 got tripped. We're locked in down here, and Kale wants you to tell Anita that he loves her, and Daniels has family in Florida. Just let them know he's alright. That you're going to be alright. Roy has kids. He says, you get it. No, just means the loudspeaker lost power. We're done. I'm... So I assume they tripped a nuke and all died. Maybe. Oh, man. Last one is... Co- uh, sorry. Exploratory mission 2935.4, codename Emptiness. Oh. Jesus Christ. Uh... Oh! Oh my god, Tan! Hmm? Put, put all the code names together and you get gone. Oh. Gauntlet Overland 19 Emptiness. Like Hunter x Hunter. <laughs> no. <laughs> what a sly yeah, Hunter like... Hunter reference from DJ Cactus. <laughs> nice. I think more like because everything is gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you want me to take over? Um, yeah. Mission Abstract. I don't know how you do this, man. New Newfound appreciation. Yeah. This is rough. Mission I don't know how fucking single-man Let's Players do this shit, either. Hmm. Mission Abstract. To utilize an automated drone to assess the situation of the SCP reality at large, as well as recon with the NTF E13 team at Site-19. Assigned Task Force, no answer, because it's one automated drone. Additional information. The following is a transcription of the audio and video recorded by an automated Foundation drone, uh, SKF-1951, launched by Site-81 personnel at the access point. The planned mission was to use the drone to gather information about the SCP, as well as contact MTF E13 and retrieve artifacts and data collected by the team. Begin log. (laughs) Drone moves from access point onto nearby road, which it uses as a runway for takeoff. Drone ascends to an altitude of 3 kilometers. From this height, the surrounding area is clearly visible. The entire region is completely devoid of all forms of biological life. Many trees have collapsed, likely due to high winds, and large drifts of sand and dirt are beginning to form along roadways and houses. To the west, a storm system is forming, moving east. The drone turns east towards Indianapolis. As previously confirmed by the Mobile Task Force, US HW-70 is mostly empty of vehicle traffic, save for the occasional semi-trailer. Several large fires have broken out across the dried vegetation and buildings in nearby towns. In the distance, the Indianapolis International Airport is visible, with several other large fires nearby, likely due to downed planes. A large pillar of smoke obscures the camera briefly, and after passing it's confirmed to have originated from a downed Southwest Airlines 737 jetliner. Uh, If you don't know, that's like a popular airline in the area where I live, and also which includes Indiana. On approach to Indianapolis, the city appears relatively unscathed. Several small fires appear to have broken out, but have either burned out or been put out by rain. One apartment building on the near west side appears to have collapsed, but most other structures remain intact. Drone turns north towards Site-19. 
Passing over the central Morphine Jana reveals much of the same. Dead vegetation, dirt and sand drifts, and the corpses of animals and livestock at area farms. Occasionally a human corpse is visible, though many likely remain within their homes. Camera cuts out. Commander is unable to re-establish link with Drone, although this is not unexpected. Drone continues to fly autonomously towards Site-19, with the communications likely disrupted by the storm. Video link re-established. Drone now in the middle of Thunderstorm, off-heading slightly. Lightning strikes nearby, and camera cuts out again. After half an hour, video link is re-established. Drone begins to descend. GPS determines that drone is nearing Site-19, roughly 35 kilometers northwest of Lansing, uh, Missouri. Michigan. Oh. <laughs> Michigan. Michigan. Missouri is MO for some reason. Yeah. No one knows why. To the far northwest, a large fire is visible. Below, another jetliner is visible, having crashed into Spartan Stadium at Michigan State University. A fire burns on the Red Cedar River, just north of the university. Drone begins final descent, closing in on the Site-19 compound. After clearing credentials with Site-19, the drone lands on the any airstrip near the staff dormitory access building. The drone then transmits its coordinates to the MTF E-13 team, deploys solar panels and powers down. Five hours passed. Drone is activated by Agent Keller, who proceeds to load a parcel of collected artifacts into the underside of the drone. Keller's not dead, yay! Agent, that nuke didn't go off. Agent Keller's radio is heard receiving communications from his team, although the messages are unintelligible. Lastly, the Agent Keller loads the drone with a large amount of recovered data from the recovery team hard drive. Agent Keller then crouches in front of primary observation camera. The agent reaches forward to clean the camera off with the back of a glove and then stares into the camera. I don't have any answers. I don't think there are any. I'll do this one thing and hope that fixes it. Seal it shut. You've got to lock it in here with us. I'm sorry. Agent steps away from drone and returns to access building. Ten minutes later, drone departs for SCP access points. Roughly two hours into flight, drone detects a large explosion in the direction of Site-19. Mushroom cloud indicative of an on-site nuclear device being detonated is visible on the horizon. Return trip otherwise oh. uneventful. Drone recovered on local side of the SCP without further incidents. Artifacts and data moved to Site-81 for investigation. That's why the cave's sealed with concrete. They tripped the nuke and they sacrificed themselves so the radiation wouldn't leak out. Well, I don't think that's the issue. <laughs> Because well, Site-19 is a far, long way away from the access point, they had to go away. It's... Oh, well then why did he say seal it shut and mm, also maybe. the containment is that it's concrete blocked up, right? Because we'll that was interesting for how bizarre this SCP is, its only containment is it's sealed with concrete. That's it. It's one sentence. Well, we'll, uh, we'll maybe we'll find out. That's true, we still have another huge section. So lastly, we have Addendum 2935.3, Recovered Data and Artifacts from MTF E13 Missions. Uh, which I assume is going to be like a cameo of every SCP you've ever loved. Mm. Uh, note, the following is a list of artifacts recovered by the MTF E13 team on its three separate missions into 2935. Some artifacts submitted seed Site-81 Research Department for a full list of recovered items. For information about data recovered from 2935, please see the additional section at the end of this addendum. Alright, and we can popcorn this because this yeah, looks sure. like it will be... So samples of various vegetation from the access point, all specimens were severely dried out and confirmed as having no remaining living cells. Several various insect carcasses, again, all specimens were dried out and confirmed as no living cells. Copy of the Hendricks County Flyer, dated 19, 2016, uh, from the Gauntlet House, covered in dust, no signs of microbes or other living biological material. Hair and skull samples from the adult male from there, total cell death. Hair and skull samples from the adult female, total cell death. Another, another one of that, total cell death. Hair and skin samples from male child, total cell death. Cell, cell phone collected off adult female corpse. Samsung Note 5 smartphone in white. Last communications sent from phone on April 19, 2016 at 2041 hours Eastern Standard Time. Message reads, are you guys still planning on playing cards tonight? 
I have Steven, but he'll probably be asleep soon. Oh, this is a very somber SCP. <laughs> very, very, very... There's a very big feeling of dread, which I also... I don't want to say all Cactus articles, because he has a lot of ac articles. Some are funny, some are different theme, but dread seems to be something he does really well. Hmm. Like, the, the feeling of hopelessness. So various... Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Various foodstuffs, dried out and covered in dust, but no evident signs of decay. Analysis shows no signs of microbial life throughout any of the recovered food items. Popcorn. Alright. Artifact, desk calendar, recovery, site 81. All these recovery sites are site 81 hmm. for this next list I read. I'll say when it changes. Description, the desktop calendar sitting at the front office at site 81. Last marked off day is April 19, 2016, covered in a fine layer of dust. Next is skin samples collected from various 81 front and office staff members. All samples confirmed as experiencing total cell death, no microbial life remaining. Various firearms collected from Site-81 firing range, traces of oils from human hands, but no residual microbial life forms. Flush sample from 2151-1A, uh, flush sample unresponsive, total cell death confirmed after further analysis. Uh, Leatherbound journal belonging to Director Actis, matches Director Actis' personal journal to that date. No inconsistent entries noted, move to storage. SCP-2151-A and -B, both items are severely corroded. After further testing, both instances are confirmed to no longer be anomalous. Both instances move to storage. Uh, so next, all of these are Site-19 recovery mm. sites. Skin and hair samples from Site-19 staff. Description samples consistent with uh, other previous samples. SCP-963, artifact is inert. Instance of Dr. Jack Bright that the artifact was recovered from was consistent with other corpses found within 2935. Smashed wristwatch belonging to Dr. Darius Hemsworth. Is he another doctor of note? I don't think so. Uh, wristwatch no longer operational. Apparently ceased operations at 0313 hours EST after falling to the ground with its owner. Oh god, it's like the fucking scene with Steins Gate <laughs> where the clock stops moving. <laughs> no matter how many times you go back, you can't save them. Various pieces of concrete and rebar covered in green and red paint. Artifact is inert. The origin of this artifact is uncertain. So yes, 173. Oh. <laughs> uh, Alright, popcorn. <clears throat> So, data acquisitions, data source, an automated emergency response signal originating from Site-81 led to discovery of the SCP, so this is the signal, the original thing. Mm -hmm. There's an automated emergency broadcast from the SCP Foundation and your national government. One or more of our sites is experiencing a communication breakdown likely due to a containment breach of unknown magnitude. All citizens are ordered to stay in their homes and containment teams work to secure the breach. This message will broadcast from April 20th, 2016 until the message puts off suddenly. <clears throat> Data source, a log of distress pings originating from Site-81. 0315, massive transmitter error requesting maintenance. 0314, massive transmitter error requesting maintenance. 0315, massive transmitter error, possible breach of containment requesting maintenance. 0316, to Site-81, this is like once a minute here, <laughs> this doesn't give you much time to do yeah. maintenance. Well, to be fair, I guess when you live in a facility where like one thing going wrong could mean the death of the entire world. You... Um, and I don't just mean what happened to this SP, like if 173 got out of a lizard. You need to be Time for the crunch. <laughs> yeah. 0316 to site 81 command. Massive transmitter error, please advise. 0321, again, massive transmitter error, please advise. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What the fuck happened to Cassie in 2935? She dead. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> An invisible hand brought, brought an eraser over. He's like, bye bye, Cassie. Cassie! Can Cassie die? Is she even organic? Yeah, everything died. No! It's just a picture letter drawn sketch of her corpse now. It's like the fucking the clip from the office of Michael going, No! God, no! <laughs> 0326 to Site 81 Command. Massive transmitter error beginning lockdown procedures. Site will lock down in 10 minutes. 
0331, site will lock down in 5 minutes. 0335, site will lock down in 1 minute. 0336, site lockdown complete, please advise. 0400, to site 17 command. Site experiencing massive transmit error. Lockdown procedures initiated, please advise. 0500, to overwatch command. Multiple sites unresponsive, experiencing math and transmit error. Lockdown procedures initiated, please advise. Stupid joke to overwatch command. Play mercy! Data source. Site 19 interior and exterior security camera footage. Footage shows the exact minute during, moment during which the SCP event took place. At exactly 03.13 hours Eastern Standard Time, footage shows all members of site staff on camera, as well as all surrounding flora and fauna outside of Site-19 suddenly dying. No other phenomena are evident on this footage. So everyone just I fell down. They just, they just fucking ragdoll like a Gary's it's mod. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I opened my console <laughs> and I would kill. <laughs> oh god, I think this next one's the, like, the encrypted message from before. Okay, oh yes. Data source encrypted security warning recovered from site 81. Encryption of source revealed a hidden audio log file. Transcript of that file is below. <laughs> Hang on. All right, here we are. My name is, you know, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I'm on, uh, was on staff at 81. If you're hearing this, then you've probably got some idea what the deal is here, so I don't need to explain the foundation to you. But this, everything else, I mean, it's pretty self-evident, isn't it? Fuck me. As of my recording this, it's 21.36 hours EST on April 26th. What? He's alive? Yo, there's a living guy! I've managed to get back into 81 even with this lockdown bullshit that got triggered in. I guess this is it. I wish I had an explanation. I... If I didn't still bleed, I wouldn't think I was dreaming. Still here. Alone. And everyone is gone. This is literally I Am Legend. It's the last fucking guy. They sent me to check the signal they'd picked up near Joppa, just off of 70. Quick little exploratory mission. I was the closest. I pop in there and I find this K. Oh no! Oh no! Damn! <laughs> Are we just inside someone else's cave? And on the other side is the world I just left, but... But it's this one. This is the world I ended up in. The grass, the birds, things dropping out of the skies and dark things floating in the water. People everywhere, lying where they stood. And the silence. God, the silence. Not even birds or her bugs. Just wind and nothing else. I came back to report on what I'd seen and... I don't have any answers. I don't think there are any. I don't even have the right words to say. This world is different from the one I saw in the cave. People are moved around, the date is different, things are different. Because it's my world. This is the one I left. This is my family is here and my friends, but now... It's all gone. Everything's dead. There's no evil magic. There's no supernatural stars. There's no futuristic ray gun or false vacuum device or... Nothing. None of those things even mattered. Nothing we did mattered. It's all gone. Something. Something must have been in that cave. Something must have followed me out of there. Needed me to go in there. Needed me to bring it out. Let it loose. Let it do to my world what it did to, to that. Maybe it's me. Maybe I was the reason. Maybe I am dead. If it was in there and brought it back, then I am dead. I've got myself in a containment cell, jammed the gosh darn door shut. I'm going to put a bullet between my eyes. What else is that? What's one more? You know, it occurs to me, if you're listening to this, you're deaf too. Oh, I think I know why Keller tripped, tripped to the nuke and told mm. them to seal it shut. Yeah, so that. if you... There's a cave in every world, if, and so, so like, there's a, probably an original world where everything died, but if you go into a world where everything died and then come back to your world, everything dies there too. 
So I wonder where our cave is, because aren't we also in someone else's cave? Well, I don't know if it's like inside the cave or whether it's more like a portal, but... Oh, I see what you're saying. Hmm. That's definitely the second 12 out of 10 article. I really wish I could upvote this. If yeah, this one's been requested a few times in the comments. Yeah, this is amazing. I'm glad we did it. Wow. Um, that was spectacular. I'm trying to sign in desperately right now, but Wikidot's not having me. Sorry, Cactus. I would otherwise give this up an upvote, obviously. This was fucking awesome. Uh, oh, excuse me. Wow. That was... So professional. It was mixed feelings, because this one probably had the least um, input for me, but I don't think it really needed it. The story is so captivating on its own that I think just a reading's fine. It was also definitely, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't want to read another article this long again without prepping ahead of time with, like, water and reading my voice, but that was really good. I know this episode's going to be like an hour and a half, but I hope you guys bear with us. This was awesome. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all of them today. They were pretty good. Mm. Uh, I had a great time as always. I hope you guys did as well. Tanhoney, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. My throat is uh, open to the world. Yeah. Wind rushing <laughs> yeah, we, in. Yeah, the sacrifices <laughs> we've made. Yeah, we literally just read about a guy blowing himself up with a nuke and losing his life, and we're all like, oh, our poor voices. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Did you die? Did he? Guys, I think Tan died. That or my internet messed up. No, I was doing that. I died. Oh, no. <laughs> this is my ghost. That's oh, no, my ghost playing. is also dying. <laughs> Starts playing the butt rock as tears in my eyes. I reach my hand out to Tan, honey. He, re he just shakes his head, though, and closes the cave behind him. <laughs> I go. You stay. <laughs> Yeah, Superman. You guys know this, but uh, the cave they talk about—that's actually another part of Tanhony Tower. I remember there was a, there's this cave near where I live, um, and people said there was like the devil in there. Uh, did you ever go in? I, I went like in the entrance once. I didn't see the devil. Unironically, that sounds like a fun idea to write an SCP on if you haven't already done that, or if someone else hasn't already done it. Yeah, it's, it's a very strange urban legend. Like the devil just hangs out in this cave. <laughs> well, I want to go to that cave now. Well, what if you see the devil? You know? I would simply punch the devil and kill him in one hit. In his own in his own house. <laughs> his house is a cave in fucking some random place in England. Yeah. He was he was just like ah my abode. Please, I'm just <laughs> I'm just at home. Please, not in front of my children, Donnell. I can't wait to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> he was just relaxing. And I'll be smoking my lettuce. <laughs> no, you son of a bitch. <laughs> He's just a fucking loser. He's a stoner with no job. <laughs> he lives in a cave. He's like, yeah, go away. This is my cave. I'm going to go on Discord. When are you going to get a job? Shut the fuck up, mother. <laughs> Don't you talk to me like that. He should beat the shit out of Satan. And that's, that's, that's <laughs> Odette from DJ Cactus. That was a stoner without a job bit. Yeah, that was, <laughs> thank you. We need a, that was, we need a zone for that. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's actually uh, sec floor three hundred eighty seven of the tower. What's his name though? Because that's have a name. Uh, that was the name bit it. zone. It's called Tanhony Tower. What's the, the name of that? Floor? That's the bit zone, and it also has a jingle. Bit zone. Bit zone. Zone. I guess you could say that Satan bit off more than he could chew. <laughs> <laughs> There's very little need to do with SCP at this point. Alright, bye.
thank you, thank you for listening, everyone. Please like and subscribe to me, Tanthony. Yeah, well, really, you're getting both of us. It's like a buy yeah. one get one free deal. Yeah, you can't. Have, it's like this channel's a motorbike, and Darnell's riding the sidecar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly what it's like. Dequeen. Thank you for. You know that was actually a plot. Hang on, I'll talk about it after the episode. Ends. <laughs> right. Right. Now, now the forgetter are going to be wondering what you're going to tell me. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry, I'll say it on episode. There was a plot in in Five Ds where Five Ds. What's that? What's Five Ds? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Five Ds. And there was this guy who was, uh, he obviously dueled on a motorcycle, but he did tag duels. Absolutely, absolutely. And in tag duels, your partner's on a sidecar, <laughs> and they jumped off the side of the thing, and they were about to hit a building, and they separated, but he couldn't reach him in time, so he let his sidecar guy who couldn't steer die while he fucking steered away. <laughs> and is this mid-card game? Yeah, mid-card game! <laughs> <laughs> they just accidentally crashed off the course and started barreling towards, like, a nuclear site or something. He, he just let his friend die. I don't think he died. I think he, like, lost the ability to move his legs or something. Oh, no! Never, you never see him in the he show. Can, so he I can never duel again. Yeah, and he, like, sent the friend that left him behind their favorite card, and it was all, like, burnt up and torn from the accident. <laughs> it was so fucked up. That's what you do to me, basically. I'm your sidecar guy that you'll leave to die if the... you ever crash. More and more of each episode is being consumed by Yu-Gi-Oh! references. <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of Yu-Gi-Oh!, keep your eyes out, although that episode will probably come out before this one. Maybe, keep yeah. Keep your eyes out. Oh. Maybe your old eyes just might finally witness a miracle. Well, thank you, everyone. Wink. Bye. I've captured your hearts. <laughs>